I'm Sid. And I'm Mike. And this is Comedy Filmmakers Motivation Monday. The podcast. And I'm Carl. What's hey, up, Carl? Hey, guys. Wow. Wow. It's great to be here. It is great to be here. Great we're, to be back. We're doing all kinds of stuff. We're upgrading. We're changing it up. We're doing lots of new things. This is a special edition today. We changed to Filmic Pro uh, on the on the on the thing. So yeah. that's big. We're gonna talk shop right away. We wanna you wanna watch Mike. YouTube. You wanna watch YouTube and uh, look at we've stepped up our game visually. What game are we stepping up? Let's uh, tell everybody. It's the visual, the visual game. game. This well, camera over here, black magic. Yeah. Filmmakers, baby. <laughs> So what is Comedy Filmmakers Motivation Monday? Well, I'm going to just break it down real quick. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> we are the comedy filmmakers. We are making uh, comedy and we are pitching it to TV networks and producers and showrunners. And we're, we're going to get a show. We're going to get a show. But this podcast is our, uh, our documentation of that process. And we're going to help motivate each other and motivate you, the audience. And we'll demystify the process along the way. And honest, uh, uh, whoa, whoa. Wow, right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Guys, uh, by the way, if, if, you, if you were playing the drinking game version of Comedy Filmmakers Motivation Monday, Ooh. which you should be, take a shot every time Sid says honesty. I'm not saying it anymore. I'm <laughs> not going to make it through the I want to say <laughs> that there is self-awareness and then there's podcast playback self-awareness. <laughs> and uh, baby, we got work to do, okay? Right. Because I'm seeing all the jargon that I use and uh, <laughs> it's baffling me. Honestly, it doesn't bother me at Ooh, all. See, I can't not. I hear it. Um, I didn't even hear it that time. It's been a great week. That's amazing. And this podcast is helping me. It does motivate me. So I can speak from experience that this shit works. Yes. If you're having trouble in your life, start a podcast. I think that's probably. If you're not saying. having trouble in your life, please like hit me up and tell me what marriage. you're doing right. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's too good um Focus I, up. I had an interesting week too i had a lot of fun uh i had a little birthday weekend to celebrate not my birthday but uh my dear wife and uh it was a blast yeah we had a good time there was unfortunately there was a a, a bully at the party that we were at who was making fun of my shoes um everybody <laughs> else there seemed to like them but one person in particular uh, who shall remain remain i'll be nameless. dropping a photo of these shoes in the show notes yeah okay if you're Just watching so on youtube everyone knows why i was being so vocal if you're watching on youtube here's a shot of the shoes right there <laughs> <laughs> mike what about you oh man well you know we got deep into the podcast stuff this this uh past week and it's been amazing we started our patreon we started making content for it which we did the other night together and it was really fun reading sketches and uh we got a little tipsy so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you pay a little extra on the patreon and you will see us get tipsy yeah. and read sketches that uh we plan to shoot one day yeah crossfaded sid is free crossfaded mike and carl you gotta pay per view there <laughs> premium that is premium <laughs> yeah crossfaded sid uh made her debut a few <laughs> weeks <episodes>. ago yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you think she'll be coming back later <laughs> maybe <laughs> probably not uh wonderful well that's fun um like mike said check check out the patreon we're gonna put the link in the uh show notes and uh it's also you can find it on uh google or bing bing i use bing bing baby ask uh, chat tpt about the sit in my yeah, patreon we're brought to you by i don't bing. know what they're gonna say about it <laughs> so uh this week tell us this, carl uh, you know 
we're going to talk a little bit about some a piece of advice that we got a while back. And we've talked about this piece of advice on the show a couple of times with different guests. Uh, today, we're, we're actually going to talk with the guest who gave us that advice. So oh the, the advice was take stock. Mm. And at the time, we had been asking for some advice on how to go from having made a bunch of successful videos that played on Instagram and YouTube and other social medias into the world of making our own TV show. Like, how do we, how do we cross that threshold? And we were getting no help. No help. Lots of uh, keep, keep doing, doing what, what you're, you're doing. doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you guys, a few episodes back was a uh, keep doing what you're doing. And you can listen to that to find out how much that triggers us. But our guest today broke the cycle and he gave us some advice that, uh, that we took stock in and it, it, it really did. It really reshaped uh, the way that we were looking at things and it, and it kind of like cleared a path forward. I agree. And it's something that now I do in my personal life, which mm. is helpful. That's a good point too. Um, so, I mean, we could sit here and kind of figure out like what taking stock meant to us then, or we could just kind of like take a break right now, hear from our sponsor and then bring our guest on. Hell yeah. Get Let's right do. into it. Let's do plan B. I love it. Whoa. So, <laughs> wait, Whoa. 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 I, I bet the second option. Oh no, I'm late. Oh, well then you should take plan B. Plan B? What? Of course, everyone knows about Plan B. What's Plan B? It's the new ride-sharing app. It's taking over Uber. It's taking over Lyft. Oh my goodness, that's so great because I can never get a car on Uber and Lyft and I'm always running late and oh, this is such this is a miracle. Never be late again. Thank you, Plan B. Absolutely. If you wake up the morning after a big night and you need a ride, call Plan B. This is perfect. We're back. Gosh, we have the best sponsors. Yeah, really? this has been great. This has been a really successful run of getting different sponsors. And, you know, you always hear people having stamps.com. And I'm glad. I mean, like, not that I have anything against stamps.com. Stamps like, please give us a call. Yeah. But it's been great to have such a varied I didn't tell sponsors. you. They sent us an email. So we're Oh, oh not a rejection email. Like, no, they're, oh they're on board. Are you yep. telling us we got accepted? We got accepted. That's amazing. <gasps> hey. <laughs> well, that uh, speaking of accepted, uh, that brings me to our next guest. He's the director of Accepted and Hot Tub Time Machine and Hot Tub Time Machine Two, and most recently The Wheel. And he also happens to be the executive producer of the future hit sketch comedy <laughs> show Sid and Mike. It's Steve Pink. Hey, Steve. Hey. hey, hi, Steve. You look so excited. <clears throat> I am excited. I mean, well, you know, this is the you know. It's like I have like resting dour face, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to project into the future. Like this is the podcast where I haven't seen you guys since like episode 100 of your like successful series. And so now I'm back because I feel bad. I miss you guys. So this is like 100 episodes in. I miss you guys. It is so good to see you. Yeah. It yeah, has yeah. been so long. Look. I mean, so I, don't know, I don't know if, awesome. there's, if there's anything that we need to like clear the water about because it's been a while, but like we really appreciate you coming back on the show. And I think it's, you know, it's kind of this full circle moment for us, you know. It is. I mean, you know, with the kind of success you guys are having, you know, I'm so I'm just so proud. You know, there was a while when I wasn't proud because I was just like you guys got so unbearable, I have to say, in terms of like the level of success you had mainly like. It was Mike. It was Mike. Look, Let's be honest. It was Mike. Look, look I grinded in my 30s. 
uh, and I didn't party at all to get to where we are now. And I'm going to fucking party, okay? Yeah. And I'm not going to apologize for it. Yeah, I'm going to party on set. I mean, I well, party on set. Football yeah, players like, do it. Yeah, speaking of that, that's like it was the season. It was, I think it was like your, your premier season six party that I, I couldn't oh, get into. That was a and then dope I, one. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mike was like, don't let him in. Don't let him in. And I was like, but I thought the doorman didn't know it was a bit. You know what I mean? That was weird. And then I didn't know if it was a bit. Right, and then I, right. Yeah. Right, like he walked past me. He was like, don't let him in. I was like, ha ha, funny. I'm one of the executive producers of the show. And then. Right. And then Mike's like, eh. and I'm like, no, he's kidding. Like, I'm one of the. Whatever. Yeah, that was, that was a bit. Yeah, it was a bit, you know. I believe that we've broken the world record for lies and silly stuff right now. Yeah. Lies and silly stuff. I, 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 I leave it to, to the, it used to be Steve asking us like, should you guys maybe, maybe be serious for a second and like help people catch up to what you're talking about at all. Lies and, and silly stuff is too tempting. I had a really fun time last night. Wow. So did I. Thanks. No problem. Oh, I ordered you a plan B. Why would I need that? Well, Plan B isn't just for women anymore. Huh? It's a new ride-sharing app to take you home. Wait, wait, what do I have to pay for this ride? Nothing. Just a tip. Oh, that's amazing. Thanks so much. Stay safe while you're getting from one destination to the next. <laughs> With Plan B. It's not just for women anymore. Welcome back to Comedy Filmmakers Motivation Monday 2029. We are celebrating our seventh season and we I'm are so proud of us. We are here with Steve Pink and we are going to roll it back, back to 2023 and we are going to go back to our first episode that we ever shot with Steve and we're going to just play that like a clip episode and we'll comment on it as we go. How's that sound, guys? That sounds I, great. Yeah. Here we go. Back. Steve, does that sound good to you here in 2020? Yeah, that yeah, that sounds great. Great. It, I remember that we were so innocent and we were like, oh, so hopeful and inspired and everything. Right. We all had that terrible rash though. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. That yeah. was that was awful. Carl, you had it the worst. Yeah. <laughs> we're on your face. We hired we hired a color correction person to uh, get rid of the rash on all of us for yeah. the, for the footage. So anyway, we're back here with Steve Pink, <laughs> and we're rolling the tape on the 2023 episode. I think that we should talk uh, a little bit about how we met. Yeah. And uh, it. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Don't. <laughs> Don't tell them. <laughs> Honestly. You're going to reveal our shame. Just say, okay, it. Just say it. Just say it, Sid. Reveal our shame. Just reveal say it. Shame. We're all it's a little fine. embarrassed, okay? So it's taking a second to get out. But there was this era of, you know, of time. It, this is We're talking about history right now, okay? There was this block of time during the pandemic that we don't name or talk about because it just and i'm going to stop the recording for just a second here in 2029 i just wanted to remind the the listeners that back in 2020 and 2021 there was a covid19 pandemic you might Thank not remember you. that uh during that time uh people were locked in their houses that's just a little context from that's 2029 fine. anyway i'm going to press play on the yeah, episode most of the sitting mic audience hadn't even been born yet that's yeah true. so i was just talking about history all right Anyway, so rolling, rolling back into that episode. So um, it was Clubhouse. I know everybody braced yourself. I just threw it right in there. I didn't even I didn't give anyone any time to prepare to hear that name again. It's been a long time. I know I can't even begin to talk about this app, honestly. <gasps> 
There it is. Take a shot. All right. I, I'll, I'll start. No. <laughs> we. She said honestly. I didn't. I didn't even hear it. I don't I, even hear it's it. It's not that bad. We were locked on our in our homes, and we locked all, it. We couldn't get out. We we were um, tr- desperate for something to do to connect with other humans, and we found the app Clubhouse. It's an audio chat app, and we started digging into the filmmaking industry side of it. And what did we find there? It was a hellscape. It Thank was a hellscape yeah. of people that were claiming to be professionals and claiming to have experience and knowledge that when you, and they were really representing themselves very well until you like looked them up and then they were not what they said that they were. Well, Steve, did you think it was a hellscape or did you like, did you love it? What was your experience on this app? Well, first of all, I was, you know, desperately lonely like the rest of civilization, <laughs> right? So then I was like, oh, sports and astrology and you know, I was like, oh, I don't do that. I don't do astrology. Hey, entertainment. That's cool. What's entertainment? <laughs> hey. And then I, whatever. I just kept going down the rabbit hole until there's, there's like industry talk. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm desperately lonely. I'll go into an industry talk like room. We definitely gravitated towards you in those rooms because you were the, you were really being, you were funny. You were very funny in there. Well, the so we did find ourselves in some industry talk rooms, and we were we were kind of we got bamboozled. I mean, we we thought these people have something to tell us. We waited in that room for an hour and a half for for I, Sid to get up and pitch our material, um, and then for everyone to tell us keep doing what you're doing. I have <laughs> n- I haven't been that frustrated. I mean, it was like someone that had made two short films being like. You should really get your followers up. <laughs> you should really. Uh... Anyway, we Wait. got catfished. Well, I thought we were getting catfished by you, Steve, when you DM'd me and Mike to say, "Hey, I heard you talking, and your stuff is is cool." Were you catfishing us, Steve? Yeah, like I just felt accountable afterwards. I was like, <laughs> you can't just, you can't just toy with people like like a sociopath. That's just mean spirited, you know. Even though I had done that you know prior to you guys there's like <laughs> there was there was tammy and dave <laughs> right there was marcia and rick yeah yeah, like, yeah those guys i was like hey you guys are a really fun comedy team and then i just like you know blew them off you know what's funny marcia and tammy have a podcast now <laughs> where they talk about great british bake-off right yeah I've heard, it's, they're made they're super it's, talented it's hilarious just, you can feel your have, influence thank you i but i got no royalty um i didn't know that you guys had to wait an hour and a half like i was just on the stage like literally like i did feel that there was a possible world where i was like slowly loading a revolver while i was on <laughs> you know clubhouse so that there could be like but you know this- but then like like you you know it's like you pout you you like parted the like audio clouds so I was like, oh, all the, I was like, I don't mean to be judgmental, but it was just horrible in every way. For the most part, people weren't saying interesting things and worse, they weren't saying interesting things in an interesting way. So it was like a double boredom whammy where you're just like, wait, you just said something that had no content and the way you said it was also like free of entertainment. So I want to kill myself. And then I don't know, did you guys both start talking? Something was going on when you guys were talking or no. maybe it was just you Sid was just Sid, Sid, Sid was it, going for it and but you checked out the material yeah. well you checked out the material and then also we started our own room shortly thereafter I we were all very the three of us said we will not do that again we're not doing this app in that way we're going to start our own room and do our own thing and that what is what do we how- call that room? <gasps> 
Comedy Filmmakers Motivation Monday. Yep, every Monday. And that is now we're here. Look at you. Now, these episodes are usually just under an hour back then. How long was a comedy film? <laughs> I think the longest one was hours. like seven hours one yeah, time they, they or something. Easy. They would go long. That room also could have been called Lies and Silly Stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, I wanted to roll it back to the thing. We didn't get into the, the, the actual meeting. Like, we, we, um, we met him on Clubhouse, and he 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 contacted us. Right. Yeah. And he said, you know, we, like we had a call. Yeah, we a had Zoom a call. call. A Zoom call. And yeah. that that was a long one. Um, yeah. That was like a three or four hour Zoom call. It was. But that on that call. Um, yeah, you you also were chasing after your cats for a bit, so <laughs> that took up a little bit of the time, which oh, we yeah. learned would happen on every Zoom meeting. And now you know we love those cats, and we're used to it, and. We were That's chopping great. it up though. We were having a good time and um, had a really positive, you know, back and forth. And and during that meeting, you gave us a piece of advice, and that piece of advice was take stock. And for people who had made like forty five sketches at the time, and had done a lot of writing that they, a lot of sketches that they hadn't made, a lot of we had um, developed a pilot. We had developed. A, yeah, at that short, point in time, we had a we had a, a a series that we were looking to do. Yeah, so we had all this we stuff, about, yep. and we needed to know what our next step could be. And you said to take stock. Now, what does that mean? Because we we still haven't figured it out. Well, <laughs> I'm sure I was making it up. First of all, obviously, I mean, obviously, I was making that up. Since none uh, of us and, know what it means. Well, I was probably projecting as well. I think I think I'm sure I was projecting. Um, uh, because like, I hate taking stock. Like there's nothing I hate more than taking stock. And I guess if I were to say like, what's taking stock mean, I'd, I'd say like, okay, like I'm spending a certain amount of creative hours, either a day or a week doing like X say, right. But then I just have a tendency to do all of those things week after week after week. Hang on. Without you look confused. Yeah, no. Cause well, I immediately after that meeting, I, I ran out the door, like masked up. Of course, this is, you know, 2021 masked up, gloved up, put on all my like plastic suit. And I went to the store and I like I had a backpack and I just put a bunch of like, you know, like vegetable broth and chicken broth and stuff in a bag. And I ran out of the store before anyone. So I thought you meant take stock. Yeah. And I think that, Mike, you also did because you had your Costco toilet paper situation there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I went to Costco. I loaded up on a toilet paper and <laughs> all the stock that they had. Oh, I see. So I was like talking about like how to evaluate like your creative inspirations and you guys just thought yeah. I said go make soup? Well, no, oh. I I I went back and I watched all all of our videos. That's Sid right. It. Sid came back and she said, "Guys, I took stock." And I said, "So did I." And I held up <laughs> yeah. a couple of soups and Mike said, "So did I. I've got all this all the toilet stock. paper in New York City stocked up in my stockpiled." And I said, right. "Look at all this stuff we've made." What what did we what did we figure out with that? taking stock moment in that reality. we didn't need weed we were doing stoner comedy and i think that that was actually a pivotal point for us to just you said steve that we we didn't need it that we are funny enough and that was so nice of you and now look at oh. us we have a podcast <laughs> which which i'm on i don't want to alienate any listeners who come here just for the weed don't worry there's still going to be that kind of vibe for, there's a throughout. there's a little pipe right there yeah I but, smoked right. <laughs> <laughs> at the time we didn't even we didn't even know how to 
put our foot forward. Like what did we want to focus on? And so we realized that what we had been doing for all those years was sketch comedy. And so we started developing a sketch comedy show Mm -hmm. and that's what we are pitching now. And that's what we are, you know, selling in the streets of LA and, and New York and Atlanta. And there's actually a pretty good film uh, scene in North Carolina, I've heard. Well, I love that you're ascribing to me uh, like words of wisdom that actually you just said out loud. Like when we were in those Zooms, I don't know if you guys realize this, you were just like, we fucking, can you swear? We yeah. fucking, man, fucking doing fucking stoner comedy, fucking, <laughs> fucking stoner comedy. I'm like, That's uh, maybe, okay, right stop now. doing it. And you're like, genius. <laughs> okay but you guys like you guys found a lot of success doing it you don't want to do it anymore i don't know stop doing it do something else like and you guys were like like, awesome so yeah let's put this to bed (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of like i guess appropriately stoner but yeah i said nothing to you that you didn't know so i I, so i i'm not allowing you guys to ascribe any wisdom on me, no. I think that that's no. You okay. absolutely had a, a a really a really big impact because I don't think that we I don't think that we saw ourselves uh, that way. I knew for personally, I was a little intimidated by all the sketch perf- the, the solid sketch work that had come before us. But when I looked back at everything that we had done at our body of work, and I really looked at at this at the sketch comedy that we made, I said we're fucking really good sketch comedy writers, performers, producers, and directors. Say it again. We are really good sketch writers, producers, directors, and performers. You hear that, UTA? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they, they're hearing this. They're hearing this. Yeah. It's running through clear. the speakers, right? It's running through the like the comms at the building, right? And just like that, yeah. the audio the went out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Sasha, our producer, for setting up the audio to run through the intercoms at UTA. Thank you, Sasha. Well, I, I we we made a joke about this earlier, but I really do want to know how did you get how did you get started? How did what you know for we're we're a lot of our listeners are trying to get, break into the creative industry, and like what are some things that you can do to get started, and what are some things that you did to get started? Well, now I'm now you're putting me in one of those clubhouse rooms. Well, the, the, here, uh, let me see. Let me answer. Up. I'll do the clubhouse <laughs> answer. First of all, you have to have a dream. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're going to have to figure out how to make that dream, wait for it, a reality. <laughs> I think I'm asking more like practically, like, you know, what can you practically do to start making some moves? Nobody has a good answer. Nobody has a good answer to that question. I don't think, I, you know, I mean, his experience would, would be different from someone coming up now for sure. Um, but well, yeah, I because think, like we had, yeah, because we had just gotten electricity, right? Right. Like, it was only electricity. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know, like two or three you times. Figured a out week agriculture. Then, well, you got yeah, started right yeah. when the talkies started, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And we were like, oh, so like you yeah. were, I'm willing to deal with sound, and they were like, he's hired. Bring him on. <laughs> right. Because we're like, wait, yeah. it's so Dial much more up? interesting. And people talk. Yeah, I can hear their voice. But wait, mine's squeaky, so I just now I won't have a career. Did you direct the Charlie Chaplin movie Hot Tub Hot Tub? <laughs> I did. Just, I did. I'm so glad you saw that. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. So it's great. It is. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is a classic. Um, but I, I just to touch on what Mike is saying is that the thing for me, and and maybe this is an, uh, that you maybe you're not you don't know it because it came from you in a way, is that when we started talking to you and having more serious conversations about how to make this happen, 
I finally felt like I understood something about how this industry works that I never understood before that made me feel like I actually had a way, like I actually had a foot in the door of the industry for the first time. Uh, and I don't know if that's just because you actually do have all that knowledge and it's just there and you know, like you've lived that life and talking to us, it was like, Oh, we needed, we needed to meet somebody who has done it. Cause I think that was one of the things that we hadn't done yet in a way that where we could actually just like call you and text you. Like if we had a question. Also, uh, you definitely spoke our language like there. I, we feel like we have talked to so many people that, that do work in the industry and they're successful and that they're funny. You can be the funny kind of weird kid and, and you feel out of place. I was super cool. No. <laughs> just, I, I wasn't going to let that one slide. <laughs> um, but it, it was nice. It felt like, oh, we we are not crazy. We don't just think that we're funny, even though we'd had online success or whatever. I think that's right. I mean, look, uh, I, I mean, one of the things... Well, like there's, there's, first of all, meeting me, of course, you know, made you quickly understand that, you know, you were easily as talented and why was I a working industry professional and you weren't. So that's like a barrier cutter, like right First there. First thing we right? said when we got off the you phone. Said right? it, just like, I you said it. I did shooting, it. He's just like us. You're just shooting, <laughs> you're, exactly. He's, he's just like us. So you're just shooting the gap immediately. But I actually mean that also in earnest, right? Like people don't realize there is, there are no barriers actually. Like there's this sense that like some you know, whatever, like, level of exceptional talent or skill uh, is needed to walk through the door. And then once you walk through the door, there's this kind of, like, golden aura that surrounds all these people, which gives them this, like, extra level of talent. And and that's, you know, in a way, how the industry seems to, that how, how it appears when you're approaching it. But of course, that's nonsense. Right. And so, yeah, I tell everyone and anyone I'm like, yeah, um, you know, people like there's there's that like uh, everyone's got a script. I'm like, yeah. And, and that script is bound to be as good as any other. Actually, you know, it's like there's, it's always used as a pejorative like, oh, everybody's got like a comedy act or something. You can say a podcast. Everyone's <laughs> got a podcast. <laughs> you yeah, hear totally. that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so I feel like why isn't yours as good as anyone else's and why not you and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, but also, you know, I think you actually have to be funny. Uh, and interested in things and interested in being like, you're like, you're funny by virtue of your like view of the world. Um, and you guys have like a unique and hilarious view of the world. And that's what makes you super funny. I think that's, you know, if we're going to be serious on this podcast, it'll be the serious part of the, the thir serious 30 seconds of the podcast. I would say that like, you're funny, but it's your unique like view of the world that comes first. That's what I noticed when I was listening to you, Sid. I was like, oh, you have like a really interesting perspective. And because of that perspective, things that are funny come from that. Like otherwise, like people, you know, just trying to be, you know, like it, that's to me, it's always starts with your worldview. And the, and the fact that you guys actually have one is what ma makes you guys incredibly funny. I don't think it's the opposite. I think that's why it's funny to me. So, um, and why um, you guys are able to create so much great stuff because you always have like a, a point of view. That's why I think you're great. <laughs> We're going to set you up to tell us that a few more times throughout yeah. this episode. Just don't you worry about that. That was one of the best clubhouse answers I've ever had. <laughs> Thank you. Also, it's motive, right? It's motivation Mondays. Yeah. That's right. And, That's right. Uh, that was your I'm, motivator. That was your motivator for Monday. I'm feeling motivated. Did you want to take your song break now? 
All right, so it's time for me to sing a Disney song to like break things up. Do you, were you ever in the rooms where they did that on Clubhouse? Where <laughs> at some point? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah someone yeah, yeah, just yeah, starts like singing yeah. a whole new world I or something. I can show you the world. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> wow, well done, Sid. You talked about taking a serious shift in the in the interview, and uh, that I feel like is a wonderful segue into uh, this question that I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Carl. <laughs> as far as material goes, The Wheel, which is your feature that came out last year, um, and it did really well at Toronto Film Festival. Yeah, speaking of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was reading that the producer of that film, Josh Jason, is someone that you met as a PA on the set of a commercial. That's right. Folks, that's lingo. What's a PA? Production, production assistant. assistant. What uh, what rung on the ladder is the PA? They are the backbone of a production. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say they're the person carrying the ladder. They're not oh, a yeah. rung on the ladder. They're like the floor <laughs> that everyone's walking on. Anyway, you were on the set with this with this PA, Josh Jason. He brought you a great cup of coffee that you never <laughs> forgot. He must be talented. Apparently on this commercial, there was like some snafu, some big problem on the commercial that needed to be solved. You recognized that he could actually help you solve it, even though he was a PA. And you said something like, you're a smart guy. I don't need you getting me coffee. I need you to be a filmmaker. This is a true story. A few weeks later, he brings you a script for a drama that's fully financed and asks you to direct it because you believed in him. So question, was that your plan the whole time? <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> totally, because I heard from another PA that they had a really good script. Yeah, like, you were okay, like, all right, I'm going to buddy up I'm to this guy. Get me totally that. buddy up to this guy. I need a drama. If I don't get a drama soon. Yeah, diversify my right. portfolio. So how do you recognize when you're dealing with somebody who's talented like that? Is it something that you've always been good at? <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty easy to tell, I think. It's pretty easy to tell because like people who like weird I mean weirdos, right? Like people who are interesting, people who are weird, the people weird who don't kid. like Yeah. Yeah, weirdos. Like he's a weirdo. Like he's clearly a weirdo. And weirdo game recognizes weirdo game. <laughs> I have a question about that project. Well, just before we move on, I was wondering if you could help us brainstorm a wider sounding name than Josh Jason. Oh, yeah. Josh yeah, Jason, yeah, yeah. maybe the most white guy sounding name I've ever heard. Could we? Yeah, maybe, I mean, uh, Carl we, Conway McGuire. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That's she good. went there. But I feel like also <laughs> another picture of those shoes right there. Josh Jason. Wow, that's hard to say. Right. Just yeah. <laughs> Josh Jason. Yeah, it's Josh almost Jason. impossible to Josh say. Um, he's our next guest. Yeah. We're bring Josh, him on. if you're listening, gonna, hi. <laughs> friend of the future gonna, friend of the show, Josh give Jason. You a call. I but I have a question about making something serious versus making a comedy. And it and, is serious, by the way. I mean, oh my God. that's a that's a that's a gut wrencher, man. What were you trying yeah, to do? Man. So what it what was that? I wanted to cry. I wanted to cry a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, I I actually didn't know. I thought it would be easier. Like we started shooting that movie, and I would like watch the scenes and be like, this could be an SNL sketch, like. They're so serious. Because it, it's they're being so serious the right now. The stakes are so high. Yeah, the stakes are so high. It was like this could be this could be like a parody of a pharmaceutical um, like commercial right now. <laughs> so like then I was like, oh wait, I don't know how to direct a drama. So then I had to figure it out. Yeah, I really did. I had to like change how I was shooting it, uh, change pretty much everything after the first day because I was like, wait a minute, this is this is. I found everything today hilarious, and that's not. Right. That's not okay. It's not supposed to be funny. I wrote a question. How did you know that you wanted to become a director? Can I answer that question with a question? 
It should be I a prepared question. You should have pulled out. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I actually do have a question. Um, I have a, I do. I'm going to answer that question with a question after my answer. And my answer is I was in a theater company and I, would, I was an actor in the theater company for the first two plays. And I realized in like one like devastatingly kind of existential moment that I was terrible <laughs> and everyone and that everyone around me was actually really good. Many of whom like went on to have huge careers. Name drop. Uh, so I, what'd you say? <laughs> Name drop. Yeah. You could, you could just look him up. Well, like Hope Davis for one, like she's amazing. Yeah. She's, that's my she's, mom. Future friend of the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's fantastic. But you know, lots of actors. But anyway, I was like, if I'm not as good as them now and they're that good i'm never going to catch up and i was like but wait if i can identify what a good actor is then maybe i can a director is born yes director is born it's like you i can tell them to go like upstage and downstage and stuff instead of like <laughs> instead of like trying to act, get them to act and try, trying to me instead of me acting i can get them to act just by saying hey like you guys are really good actors go do like really cool actory things and then I'll say that was really good, and then I'll be a director. Honestly, that's how I started. So then I directed. I started directing the plays in our theater company. Nice. I was like, I'm just. I'm a director now. Was that in Chicago? Yeah, that was in Chicago. What was the name of the theater? New Crime Productions, which was then also our film company when we made our first couple of movies. Right. Did you say you have a question for us? Yes. The question is, what's up with the movie you're writing for me to direct? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I know where that inside the room i feel like that was a planted question we should be meeting on a zoom like once a week where we break story on this idea so that then you have like writing assignments during the week i could cry i'm so excited this right is why we started a podcast this is the kind of stuff that people come to the youtube yeah to they're see gonna listen they're out. gonna hear us talk about setting up zoom calls they're gonna be like We're definitely leaving this taking in. fucking notes yeah. this is how the business happens this this is the industry. This you want to be a sausage. filmmaker? Get what? ready to do a lot of this. Um, <laughs> yep, that's right. When are we meeting? I just can't believe how well the, our plan worked. I am just absolutely shocked. Um, and Sasha, that was really great. I'm seeing the other things that you're like trying to put up on the screen, but I'm ignoring them. Um, our producer Sasha is Zoom chatting us this time to tell well, us what he wants us to do. He wants us to move along. And yeah, we should move along. No one's watching this. No one's going to care. This is a terrible podcast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I, I think we just had our promo line. <laughs> this is a terrible podcast. <laughs> this is a terrible podcast, isn't it? I mean, no, because of Watch me. Now. I don't mean it's a terrible podcast. No, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. This is a terrible episode. I know an editor. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. This is a terrible, terrible episode of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. No one's listening to this anyway. This is a terrible podcast, isn't it? Boom, that yeah. was it. Yeah. I can like. <laughs> that is the promo. You just. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I'll be able well, to splice you together also saying, like, I started COVID on purpose <laughs> and stuff. I'm an oh, editor, man. Good. I'll get in there that's and I'll, I'll make it happen. I tried the backstory. Um, it didn't even work. I was trying to, like, you know, help, like, give you little sound bites, and I'm not even good at it. Steve. This, is, uh, you, you, this doesn't have to air. This is the thing. Right now, this exists only in, like, some air. metaphysical space that's not real. Like, you know, you, this, this is no one ever has to see this ever. But this I'm, I'm really. I live my life waiting for like two parallel lines to to intersect. And It'll never happen. It's gonna be the the parallel line where this just exists, and then the parallel line where it exists live to everyone in the universe. 
And that's going to happen in a few weeks. Then I'm You're thinking excited. of perpendicular now. We're going to turn these parallel lines <laughs> perpendicular. That's what I'm talking about. Like in a like, convergence? Like oh, yeah. Whatever. They're going to come together. Everyone's going to hear it. They're going to be like, oh, my God. what? Why am I watching this? This is the worst podcast. Uh, actually, you bring up a good point. If you live in the universe where we didn't release this podcast, I'm sorry. You can find it on Patreon. Uh, but um, if you live in the universe where we did release this episode, well, enjoy. I wanted to bring it back to take stock. And I know that this is sort of a rehash of a, like, we're asking you, what would you tell someone who's just starting out kind of thing? I don't, I want to marry those two questions. How does anyone, it doesn't matter if you're just starting out, how does anyone stop and take stock? And this is a question for everybody. Like, how does anyone just stop and take stock where at any given moment? Cause we had to do it again when we decided to do this podcast. Cause we had written a sketch. We had spoken to a, a DP. Uh, what's a DP? Director of photography. Thank you. Bam. Dancing Penguin. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Check out dancingpenguins.com. Uh, <laughs> we had spoken to a DP about shooting this sketch. We were, we were all a little gung-ho about it. And then we looked at it and we we're like, wait, why? Why are we going to spend money and, and, and use our creative energy in this way to do one five-minute thing that we'll post and it will get however many views and then we'll have be back to the drawing board? Like, what is something that's more sustainable? And that is the reason that we are here. And uh, this podcast, I, I have to say, as horrible as it is to listen to, um, it has been so helpful for <laughs> us to make. And I, it really, I started the year off feeling honestly depressed and didn't know what we were doing, feeling very crazy, feeling uninspired. And it has been so fun and so motivating to get together every week and make, jokes and also talk about how we're not crazy or we are but to keep doing it so tell us what to do next <laughs> well i can't believe i used the phrase take stock i kind of like it now um i feel like because we've said it 30 times <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, it's start, it's starting to grow on me since i supposedly said it to you i i think that like i'm always surprised by how much i absolutely loathe most of what i'm doing and then, but I don't ever, but I just keep doing it and just like keep, and then I'm like, ah, I'm unhappy. Like, why am I so unhappy? Like I just, and so then like, if I were, if I were to take stock, though, I hate doing that because that would actually mean to, I'd have to confront everything that I, that I'm doing to make my life worse. If I'm actually forced to, and I was like, oh, you're, you're young, young, I can force you to. And then I, first of all, I won't have to do it. You'll have to do it. So right away, if I tell you to take stock, then I don't have to take stock. And I've already won like the psychological battle. So that, so, but I would say like to the extent to which one does take stock, I quite frankly, am always surprised at how much I realize I need to stop doing stuff that I don't like. And I need to start doing stuff that I do like, and that has some value in my life. And so you guys as artists, it just seemed like pretty clear that it's just a good exercise, especially since you're all working together. And I, and when you, when you guys, at a certain point, at any point, actually, that you were expressing frustration, that's just my go-to. I'm like, well, wait, you're really talented. You're having lots of fun, but you're frustrated. Why? Okay, well, there must be something going on that is like totally making you unhappy that you actually are spending time doing. Stop doing that. So like, you know, we could also be like a really great 12-step program, you know, for <laughs> artists as well. But I do think it's important, you know, and by the way, I'm totally guilty of it. Like I am currently doing right now, doing a number of creative things I don't want to be doing at the expense 
of a couple of things I really want to be doing. So I'm really actually personally frustrated and mad at myself. For me, for us, because we've had a lot of iterations and chapters of Sid and Mike and Carl, and we pivot a lot, and the taking stock leads to a pivot of, okay, who are we now? How, how are we together? What do we want to make? And how do we move in that direction? Shout out to patreon.com slash Sid and Mike if you want to help us uh, fund some of this stuff. Uh, everything will get better the more Patreon subscribers we have. I Trust thought us. that you were going <laughs> to say that I went on a tangent, so you're going to cut it and just put it on Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sketches that you don't, Uh-oh. that you know, that we haven't done that we need the money to pay for, you know, I'm currently offering funding for one particular we, sketch. We're ready. We actually... That's um, ready. Pre-pro starts right now. Right now. Um, um, this was the kickoff meeting. We're so happy. Sasha, will you line produce? Sasha's nodding. Yes, he will line produce the sketch. Thank you, Sasha. Awesome. Yes. We just need a building, right? That's all we need is a building. Just a building. A building with a parking lot. Just a building. Parking deck. An office. Mm-hmm. Much, UTA, much like the office you're you, I in think right I think now. maybe uh, UTA said that we could actually use, use their stuff. <laughs> this is turning into a Zoom call. <laughs> Oh, right, so I'm turning into another Zoom call. So we have two things on the docket. We have the sketch that I'm funding for very specific reasons. Um, <laughs> and then, that was an inside joke. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, then the movie that we're ta- that you have to start writing. There is something we do on this show every episode, and it is uh, called fake pitches, and we will prompt ourselves. Uh, with two words from a random uh, a random yes. piece. Sasha, let us know in the chat if you've got something lined up for that. Otherwise, we've got something here. And we uh, we will pitch a, a TV show or a movie or you know any or kind of property. Or uh, anything. Oh, we do we're it together spin, or spin the wheel? We, oh, right. we just kind of all throw in? Is that the deal? Well, oh, every week we do it a little differently. Um, and so this week I'm thinking that we could all build on to the same pitch um, and and see what we what, what kind of big story we come up with. As we, we're the entire creative team, except Sid is the executive in, in the I'm always, whenever we do one of these building on scenarios and where we work as a team, I'm here in my corner office and um, I always say like, yay, this is this is great or we have to pass. Um, and sometimes I say, I'll tell you next episode um, <laughs> or I'll tell you a few episodes from now. Or, if keep it, doing what or you're sometimes doing. I say it's a yes and then uh, they don't know. But in a few episodes from now, I'm going to tell them it's a no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and here's oh, our great. wheel. Right. Oh, so we'll, we'll spin the wheel. The wheel is spinning. The wheel is spinning. Oh, here it is. Oh, of course. Chat GPT. All right, I'll do it on my computer. I'm going to ask the chat GPT to give us two random words. Fab. Okay. It's carnival and melancholy. Now, this is inspiration. This is not the title of the property, but carnival and melancholy. I think they already made this show, and it was called Carnival. Uh, So... HBO, sorry. We're coming. That's Bobby you're talking about? That was the um, show on HBO with... um, where he was the record executive. That's what you're thinking of. Oh. Bobby Cannavale. Oh, Bobby Yeah, and Cannavale. then there's also the corresponding Melancholia, vinyl. which was Lars von Trier. So that was, like this guy, right, ChatGBT right. is so unoriginal. You're thinking of Vinyl. I think vinyl, that's the name of that show. Um, all right, so Carnival and Melancholy, we're building onto the same pitch and we're trying to sell this to Sid. Whoever wants to take over, <laughs> please get right on there. 
All right. It's okay. Uh, this is okay. Go, go <laughs> ahead, Steve. No, no you no. go. No, you Steve, go. You're our guest. Right. You're our guest. You're our guest. Just so you know, this is a part of the pitch. Like having them argue at the beginning is actually a part of the pitch. Like <laughs> oh. I know it's so, sometimes silly when people do that. Carnival and melancholy uh, are uh, an aardvark and a turtle, right? Who somehow Sold. like lost their families and communities and were like cast into the world like alone, right? And scared and like, you know, possibly in danger until one day and like on the mean streets of uh Cleveland um carnival like carnival ran into uh melancholy I think carnival what did I say the is it an aardvark and a turtle aardvark I already forgot and a turtle and a turtle <laughs> the aardvark was like accused of like robbing a bank carnival was like oh look at that aardvark it must have stolen all the bank's money and the and carnival was like there's that's not possible. I'm mere, I'm a small uh, you know mammal. Uh, there's no way I would have like the ability nor intelligence to understand what you're even saying. So I just wanted to go somewhere where it was warm. And but yet the bank people were like, "You robbed this bank." So suddenly, <laughs> is this, this a movie aardvark, or is it a TV what, show? I think it's animated feature. Okay, feature feature. So are we talking Act One? Is this bank stuff? Yeah, this is like the this is I would say this is like cold open, like where Oh great. Like, yeah. Cut to the just cut to the chase. Get get right to where the story you like the, the latest point in the story where well, you can start. Speaking of a chase, right. that's actually a good part for me to jump in. The chase yeah, takes place do. when melancholy and carnival uh, are chased away by the bank people and they're like give us back our money give us back our money and they're like we don't know what you're talking about we don't understand this uh this 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 idea of money and stuff like that but it turns out that that melancholy actually does know about trusts and bonds and what he's done is he went and hacked into the bank system and he hacked and got and and, and transferred all the bonds while melancholy was while carnival was like running away from the bankers that melancholy like, transferred all these trusts and bonds into a secure account off the coast of <laughs> the Philippines. Right. And, and, and the reason that they're doing this, this is the fun part. Cause like we see them being these like hardened criminals and they're committing these crimes and they're stealing from people. But why? Like, we don't know. We just think, Oh, they're just, they love to steal like thieves. We find out at the end that they've got a child together at home. Mm. The first armadillo. And they are trying to save this armadillo. It's like it's like Children of Men. So it's a turtle yeah, crossed with an is. aardvark. It's like Children of Men. They're, at the end, they actually it, we we are going to rip off the last scene of Children of Men. They actually so spoiler alert for Children of Men. Uh, we we will we will have our uh, the uh, carnival and melancholy will be in a rowboat rowing uh, away from uh, a, a war torn area, holding their. War torn Cleveland. That's with the, the, Cleveland, ri- that, yeah. that's the river that catches on fire, I believe, often. So yeah, it'll be a fiery. I think it river. happened again today. <laughs> They're dumping more chemicals in Ohio every day. Um, and then like they have like a tagline. They have like a oh so you go Sid, and then I'll well, how does this feel? Like are you? I love this idea. I'm thinking that maybe I know you guys are really into Cleveland, uh, but I was thinking maybe that this could take place on Mars instead. Oh, that could that's be something that's new. But I was really curious of like, why this story and why now? <laughs> great question. That's a great question. <laughs> great, a great question. question. It's a great question. And we actually I feel we like talked about Aardvark, this a lot before we came in here. We do. We do because Aardvark's always like, I don't understand what's happening. I'm just a lowly woodland creature. And then, you know, um, melancholy. melancholy, the turtle is always like, what don't you understand about 
like global economic finance, right? So it's like it's this it's this learning process where one the one character is always like I don't know anything, and the other character character is like I know everything, and so it's <gasps> yeah. just kind of right. So and it's kind of like an allegory. Well, we hear like we hear millennials complain a lot too about like how there's not enough like financial planning classes in school, and this is right. actually kind of driven towards that. Like so in this. Uh, melancholy at some point actually starts an LLC and you can see how that whole process right. works out and you find out how you can like st start your own business and then take advantage of programs that the government does. Yeah. All that stuff is covered in the film. We want to get granular with it. Like we really want to like procedurally go through like how to like set up an LLC, like raise funds right? Like pay your tax liabilities. Like I think that, that that's the heart of the movie. Really. A little known fact is that the forms for an LLC were written by David Mamet. And if you actually play them out, like they are, they are some of the most like intense forms that you've ever filled out. Um, I just want you all to know that this is definitely getting greenlit. I wow. don't, does, the, the budget doesn't wow. matter because it's your lucky day. Turtles are my favorite animal. Uh, okay. Yeah. If you thought Tangled cost a lot of money, yeah. you just wait for a um, melancholy carnival. Aren't you, aren't you guys glad we changed it from a uh, from a fucking fox right before we came in the room? Yeah. I'm. I'm. <laughs> that was a good call. That was a good call. All right. I mean, did we you saw the turtle sticker on your door. Uh, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. No, that was that was really yeah. smart because yeah. I'm in. I'm in. This That's is a amazing. go. This what is a, a go. Light. This is also a really nice corner office, by the way. Yeah. Thank you so much. Really nice. I have. Worked so hard for it. <laughs> and we have a title. We have a title for you. Oh. It's Carnival and Melancholy Presents Paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Dig into that. Right? Can you see the poster? Because you that's think the, it's like... That's the tagline. Dig yeah, into that. Dig into that. Can you see, can you see the poster? <laughs> I so can. So like in animated features, you can go anywhere, right? They can do all kinds of things. They could go to different planets. They could go back and forth in time. They're like, you know, because it's animation. But we want to like get into like, what if a turtle... And an aardvark just kind of sat at a desk and like got to work, you know, at all the paperwork they had to fill out. They single-handedly, look, spoiler alert, in, in the sequel, they're going to single-handedly turn around the economy of Cleveland and Ohio as a state. They're going to return it to its former glory. Of, from their base on Mars. Yeah, they're from their base on Cleveland. Mars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Let's this is try cool. not to contradict the executive in the room. I mean, it's a no-no. It's I think this is really great. And that is the last bit of our recording from 2023. Thanks for listening to that throwback episode. It's crazy to think that Carnival and Melancholy have been such a successful like thing. Like seven how, you them. talked about what the sequel in that clip, you talked about what the sequel was going to be. Yeah. There have been seven in like a TV show. There's stuff that I don't even yeah. know about. Like you, the, I know Dwayne, that I'm cashing those checks. Yeah, Dwayne The Rock Johnson voiced uh, Melancholy, and yeah. uh, it was the best thing that's ever happened Kevin in my Hart career. Was a little turtle. No, he's Kevin Hart. I'm sorry. So sorry. Kevin Hart was the baby armadillo. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but you know who was like remarkably good in the third um, movie was Kate Blanchett. Oh, you fantastic. know, and the Oscar right? nom, what? first Oscar nom for leading actress in a, in an animated series. It was it's unbelievable. Yeah. I raged. Oh, I passed out in the Vanity Fair fountain. Remember your photo on the cover? Do though, you remember? I don't. I saw the pictures. They love us there, though. TMZ. They still love us there. Yeah. You, yeah, you were Guys, wild in those days. It's 2029, and we are, 
are just about to wrap up this wonderful anniversary episode of uh, Comedy Filmmakers Motivation Monday 2029. Steve, as always, it's great having you here. Thanks. Would you come back? I will come back. You know, I, I have to say in closing that like when we first started, I feel like I had so much to kind of teach you and impart to you. And I just feel like the tables have turned. You know, I learned so much you don't from have to you say. guys. You don't have to say. No, now no, it's true though. The student becomes true, the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you could take the pebble. Yeah, the thing, the whole thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, wait, just, wait, to, <laughs> just real quick, just everybody remember, remember to take the little green pill that's uh, delivered to your house every morning. If you haven't taken it, you know what's going to happen. So just go ahead and take that pill. Uh, or the feds are coming. So I'm just, I love to we remind to people because I've forgotten once and the whole process. We have of- to say that at the end of every episode. I do want to say, Steve, thank you so much. Um, we ordered you a plan B. Uh, so you're going to get home safe to tonight. And we're so happy that you could, you were here to record with us. We'll see you really soon for our weekly Zoom meeting. I can't wait to get this Yeah, we're going. so pumped about that. And uh, we'll be, uh, for our listeners, we will be, Recording the Zoom meetings with Steven, putting that on Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, you know, maybe because I'm self-conscious, I don't like being on film, but I do feel like I've ruined this episode. So for all those listening to this episode, I would only say, like, don't worry, next week, it'll be (laughs) super interesting and funny. I would say if anything ruined this episode, it's your gardeners in the background that keep walking back and forth. (laughs) Yeah. And it's super, they're upstage. Have there been people in the background? Yeah, there's people walking back and forth. But what is it? Is yeah. it you, you, that's the main house in the background there? What is that behind you? Is that the main that's house? My, that's the main house. Yep. That's the main house, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. yeah. And, gotcha. then, and then that's the parkland. That's, the, that's actually See, like, what, that's is like that your a gardener? Like, How I you don't even done. know your gardener's name? First of all, it's, it's my security. And second of all, <laughs> his name is Curtis. This episode is a great example of when... Uh, you have like a mentor and someone you work with and you really look up to and you're so excited to have them on the episode and then it ends up being the worst episode. And I think that this is just a great learning experience about expectations. Um, Mm. And I think it's also that this episode is real proof that anyone anyone can make it and there's all kinds of people in this industry that are working you know and uh, full uncut full uncut episode <laughs> on patreon we've got nowhere to go from here but uh, never meet your heroes yeah it's time for me to record my uh my 45 minute patreon special yeah. thank you steve thank you guys Comedy Filmmakers Motivation Monday, the podcast, is a production of Dark Matter Entertainment and Phantom Strain Pictures. Our producer is Sasha Nonis Barnes. Our theme song is by Joseph Colmanero. Find us online, on YouTube, on Instagram, at Sid and Mike, or email us at SidandMikeNYC at gmail.com. Hold up. 